My name is Colfax. Yo, I'm Jeremy. And uh, this is our podcast, Raising Kids in 2022. Yeah. A lot's happened in the last week. We were going to have a lighter episode. Uh, I've got some really good things to talk about, but like, isn't it funny that we get right out of uh, pandemic, things start to calm down a little bit, and we go, like, it's World War time. <laughs> like, can you not win on this? No, dude, it's it's uh, like all gas, no breaks, 2022. Jesus Christ, man. It's just so much, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. Terrible. Um, yeah, dude, some lighter stuff and actually some positive direction. I do want to start. We went with lunch yesterday. I put this in the Discord. We went to lunch last week and uh we went to the New York Deli on Hampton, the place with the delicious pastrami. And literally, uh, we were accosted by old people. And I felt <laughs> like I needed to talk about it. Like uh, I'm not really a personal space guy one way or the other. Like, I'm not one of those people that I'm like, don't ever touch me. Or like, I'm a too close talker. Like, I'm just sort of average with it. Yeah. But damn, if while we were checking out, we didn't have like a pack of old people. Oh, I mean, and, just like converge upon us. And they were all over you, dude. Like you say, accosted us. They were like poking you and moving you. And like, they did yeah. like the weird, the weird thing where they like grabbed your hips and tried to move you to the side and stuff. Yeah, like, this, you, like, it was 90, awful. This like 90 year old lady like grabbed me and like moved me. I was like, what is happening here? And like, you and I both, I do, I pulled my mask on as soon as they walked up and you did too. And it's just like, they were like, I mean, I literally, it was a pack of like seven or eight. 90 year old people and they like three of them touched me i was like what the fuck's going on right now like why <laughs> i'm glad you were there because i don't think i would believe that if i if somebody else there witness it but like they were touching me i mean yeah. like all over the place i know it was weird like you know i know that there's i know that there's things going on to where people need to feel like things are normal now but they oh, went dude. to a weird extreme definitely that's not, bro that's not normal like even in normal times that wasn't normal like i was like why are you up here so crowded on it also related because we have a couple things on this uh that place has like an ipad type of setup where you can like put your card in and then you like e-sign it like it's just like a cash register except it's an ipad not an uncommon thing right right but for a place that like caters to 90 year old people, like maybe you shouldn't have that. Cause that seemed problematic too. I know like, they were having, trying to like having trouble with it. Right. Yeah, they were yeah. like, they were like having trouble signing, figuring out if they'd paid, asking a bunch of questions. They were like holding up their receipt and the person's like, we know what table you were at. Like it was, it was quite weird. It was a lot, dude, you know, and I want to make fun of them, but I paid with the uh, Apple pay. I called you not too long ago. I paid with Apple Pay. I forgot my wallet at home. And then the clerk was like, just pay with Apple Pay. And I held my phone up to it. It was all boom, boom. And then it paid. I'm like, dude, that's amazing. <laughs> and the clerk was like, amazing if it was 2010. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my God, dude. Dude, but they, like, I, yeah. they got you. They're there. They got your number, man. <laughs> but like, it doesn't always work. I, maybe it does always work. I don't know. I feel like I've heard that it doesn't work, but every time I've tried it, it works. So maybe now I'm the old guy. But like, I got to mm. tell you, paying with your phone is pretty dope. Mm. Like, just holding your phone up and I'm like, put this on my debit card, doot, doot, and it does is pretty sweet. 
It is. Like, I felt pretty strong about it. Um, also, this week, technologically based, my parents got a Tesla. Well, their Tesla was delivered, and uh, it's pretty wild. I downloaded the app on my phone because they were having trouble on their phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to tell you, I, I was a little overconfident going into it. Like, <laughs> it's pretty wild. I looked at the display and I called one of my friends who's technologically savvy. Now, he has a Tesla. And I was like, yo, the dashboard's a mess. And he told me, he's like, yes, the dashboard is very, very difficult. And I was like, seriously, you're not just making fun of me right now. But like none of the symbols on the Tesla dashboard match symbols that would be in a traditional car. Huh. Like I try to turn on the heater and there's like two buttons and one of them's an oval with little like wiggles coming out of it. And one of them's a square with like wiggles coming out of those sides. And I'm like, I don't really understand. Is this the heater? <laughs> Is this the defroster? Like, I don't understand why. <laughs> and like, I thought it was just me, but I call my buddy. He's like, no, dude, they do things like that. It's, it's super weird. The only two things I'll say about it are one, they figured it out, dude. My dad said, dude, amazing. My dad said it that he wants it at an optimal temperature when he leaves at like nine. He gets up at nine. I don't know what he's doing. He's retired, but like he said it. So like at 857, it will warm itself up on the inside to a comfortable te- temperature to him, which is dope. I mean, that dude, is awesome. Isn't that crazy? Like automatically. I don't yeah. know because the app would notify me because I had the app on my phone too. It was all like, <laughs> your car is ready to go. I was like, what the hell? That is crazy. <laughs> um, but it's got like that giant screen in it. And I got to mm-hmm. tell you, it's off putting because there's a lot going on on that screen. Like it's got I- the navigation. It's got like the controls. It's got like the speedometer. It's got like the camera around the car. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of information on that screen. And when I was driving with my dad, I would notice him like glance over the screen and kind of get lost looking at, you know, when you look yeah. at something mm-hmm. and you get lost. Yeah. That was happening to him while he was driving the car. <laughs> so I was like, yo man, pay attention to the road, homie. I, awesome. I tell you what, dude, those, okay. those screens, they are a bit off putting. Like I'll be driving past the Tesla in my Jeep yeah, and it'll it. catch my eye. Like yeah. I'll be looking at it from like a car over. Bro, like my dad kept crazy. The, yeah, my dad kept on like like glancing toward the screen. I was like, you need to pay attention to the road, homie. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but you're really stressing me out right now. <laughs> He's doing that on purpose, dude. No, 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 he wasn't. It was really terrifying for me. I was like, hey, man, I need you to stop this right now, dude. Um, yeah, also, also on the, the, the subject of his car, uh, one, they went and set the presets in there and they immediately put in the fox and the bull. And I was like, cool. You put in 103.5 and 106.7 as your two presets. That's really nice. I appreciate that. So yeah. I went and I took them both off because one of them's the former KBPI and the other one's the Fox. And I put on the mountain and I put on KYGO. And I'm like, there you go. There's two different country and classic rocks. Why would you pick the two stations that I got blown out of as your two presets? <laughs> He's you just have, used to it, dude. Been, He's been supporting you forever, bro, right? Bro, do you have no faith that they're like, what are the two stations that he got blown out of? Let's put those as our first two presets on our station. Remember, forever, remember. (laughs) I got rid of both of them. (laughs) Like, you don't want to, it's fine. I mean, both stations are great. I'm not mad. We probably have people listening that listen to those stations. I'm not mad. But like, for me, it's just not. Memories. No, I just don't want it in my life, man. It's, It's okay. Um. And that's it, dude. That's my technological thing. Adventures. 
Yeah, we can't feel I dude, I, I wish him the best of luck, but I can't help him anymore. He's on his own. <laughs> I just told him to stop looking at that screen, dude. Oh, they don't coast and you do this. I talked to you, but I didn't know. He was like, Why don't you try driving? I was like, sweet. And he goes, It accelerates really fast. And I was like, Okay, couldn't be that hard. It's a car. But I didn't <laughs> realize that like electric cars, because of the weird like recumbent braking or whatever it's called, where it's recharging the battery by braking, I didn't realize they don't coast. And I guess I don't realize how much I coast when I drive. So like you're going, I let off the gas to coast to the stop sign. But in that car, it just stops. You know, it's all like stopping time. And I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Like, what's going on with this? It's a little bit different feeling. Like you, you have to like keep the gas. It's not the gas, the accelerator down a little closer to the stop sign than I would in my car. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's a little. You have to get used to know. it, man. Like there's two things that I was going to bring up. When you brought this up first off, yes. The first time I drove a hybrid that did that, I thought it was the wildest thing because I was used to driving these really old beat up Jeeps that the brakes were hardly even working anyways. So like, yeah, a, I would slam on the brakes because that's how you had to stop the Jeeps because the brakes weren't really working all that well. And B they coasted. So I was like, I was just, you know, foot off the gas, letting it ride, you know, down hills and stuff. When I first got into a hybrid, both of those things happened to me where like I was driving, I let off the gas and then it felt like I was like stopping. It was weird. Had to get used to that. The second being that like, when you're going, it is, it's really quick off the line, right? Like you're just like zip and then you go. Third was I had a car that was really, really old and the engine would just die. And I was used to kind of, I don't know if I said this already, but I was used to hopping out of the car and then pushing it to the side of the road to get it out of the way. Cause my engine would just die. Like while I was driving or when I was at a stop sign or whatever. Oh, it's totally stressful. That's why I needed a new car. It's very on character of you to have a car that you have to like jump out and push to the side of the road at every stop sign. And you're just like, I'm going to keep doing it. Like it's very on brand. And, and like the first time I was driving, you know, my hybrid with my mom, when we were checking it out, the, I didn't realize that, you know, hybrid engines would just turn off as you're going, like, cause it'll use the battery. And I was at a stop sign and then I felt it cause I was just super hypersensitive to the, to the engine. And I was like, mom, we got to get out and push. Like I like rip my seatbelt off and I get out. The car starts rolling forward because, you know, it's on. <laughs> my mom was like, what are you doing? Dude. I, I totally freaked her out with that, with that move. But there's like yeah. a whole bunch that like these new cars have that's crazy. My parents buy, not, not regularly, but they have, they have a new car that they've had for about, I want to say six years when they got it. It had the assisted parking. Have you heard of of that? Uh Uh-huh. Where like you you press the button, it like sizes up a space and then it'll do some of the work. Yeah. I literally had just done a test with a car that does all of the work. And I was like, oh, assisted parking, you guys do this? So I press the button and then I just let my hands and feet off of everything. The assisted park was only for the wheel. Like it'll spin the wheel for you and then tell you to go forward or back, but you still have to control the gas and the brake. And all of a sudden the car like lurches forward (laughs) into the space and it's trying to move the wheel fast enough to like make it happen. But like, I like almost wrecked my parents' brand new car when I was trying that out. So super fun. I I have a new rule. That when there's something fancy that cars do, that's like new that I've never tr- 
tried or like I've heard of, but I'm not exactly sure like how it, how it would work. I look up a couple of YouTube videos to see. Yeah, you should learn before you do it. Yeah. Endanger yourself. My car well, has auto braking in front of cars. That caught me off guard. I guess I wasn't listening when they were telling me about it. <laughs> and I had it on and I was cruising and mm-hmm. I got a little close to a car in front of me and it braked. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. I was like, the car just stopped. But it's 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 there. You know, it's funny because these type of things that we're just learning about, I mean, from the auto parking to probably like auto driving, these mm-hmm. are all new. But by the time my daughter gets into a car, this is going to be commonplace. It's going to be what what they have. Yeah, it, I, it's not. Yeah, it's going to be like when we were amazed that there's like CD players in cars. And now my car doesn't <laughs> have a CD player. It's already been like dated out. Like yeah. When the car had Bluetooth connectivity. Here's, that's a great example. Like mm-hmm. I thought I was so stoked that my car would connect to my phone via Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. And now my, you know, my parents have a car and my car is not that old. It's like a 2018 or something like that. Yeah. Um, they don't even need a key. Cause if the phone's in the pocket, the car just knows it's you and opens up and starts. And I'm yeah. like, damn dude, it's already progressed. Um, speaking of cars, dude, I, my lease is up on my Subaru. Oh, we took it in. And because of the pandemic, because of me just sitting in here all the time, they were like, wait, how many miles do you have? And I was like, this many? And they were like, you were like 200,000 miles under your lease. I'm like, yeah, dog. <laughs> so I don't know. I think we're going to trade it and get a new one because I like apparently mine's more valuable than it would be. I don't understand it. My Luckily, my wife is super smart and like... If I get a brand new one, then it's less than like me keeping the one I have now because of the miles and because of the market. I don't really understand it. I told her, I was like, just don't do anything weird. Like, don't don't get me a minivan or anything. <laughs> Refer to a couple episodes ago about the minivan debacle. But like, I, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, so that's pretty wild. You know, we talk about technology. And I think since we're keeping this light and not about COVID, only because I think at some point, we're going to have to talk about the kids aren't wearing masks anymore, but we'll do that next episode. On yeah. this one, let's talk about uh, video games and kids and their connection with technology in a lighter sense. Not taking away screen time, but maybe spending all their time clicking on a robot, which fights other robots, which isn't real gaming. We'll do that next. Adventures in Dadland. So we have this internal joke between the two of us about mobile gaming. And my kids are really into mobile gaming and your kids are really into mobile. Oh my God. They're so into it. And you are into mobile gaming. I am so into it. And I can't do it. And it's not, you know, I mean, it's the credo of the podcast. People do different things. You don't judge because somebody likes something that you don't vice versa. But like, I really, I really, I'm going to go con pro mobile gaming you should go pro mobile gaming maybe there's something i don't see like here's why i don't like mobile gaming on my phone and one of them is my kids and that's because they'll take my phone and disappear and then i don't have it like right now somebody's playing this game i don't know what it's called like idle heroes uh i don't yeah it's called idle heroes and it's these little monsters and you just like put them out on the battlefield and then you chill and every mm-hmm. once in a while like you tap the phone and you get coins or something, and then you use the coins to buy more powerful guys that will get you more coins when you click it. Yep. And that's it. That's the extent of the game. Like, you click to put a dude out there, and then you click them when they're full of coins, and that's it. And I don't let him do it a lot because he takes my phone and will, like, go somewhere else. And then I'll get my phone back, and there's, like, six missed calls because he was too busy clicking on the guy 
get coins to the other guy. And that really pisses me off. But also, I think that's a very low tier of gaming. And I said this yesterday, like I told him his Fortnite game was suffering because he was wasting brain juice on this idle heroes game where you just click the guy for thing. It's going to make him a lower level game. <laughs> that's opinion. Now your kids also play these games on oh, your yeah. phone. Mm-hmm. Well, so, okay. So I have a similar situation that you do where I actually really don't like when the kids have my phone. Hmm. because I really don't want to miss any calls. If anybody's calling me, then that's like important. And I have not that I'm important, just, you know, I just don't want to miss calls. Dude, when you're in sales, like that could be either money lost or money won on that phone. And it could be, you know, like a timing thing. It could be something you need to react to relatively quickly. Yeah. It's important to have your phone. Perfect example. There's a site that went down just like 20 minutes ago. And I missed all of the notifications from my team telling me until one of them called me. And of course I had my phone because my kids don't have my phone. Now, this is the whole reason that I got, you know, them tablets. My son broke his, my wife actually lets my daughter play on her phone. And you should see, it's like four pages on the iPhone. Like you just keep scrolling and it's four pages of the free mobile games that are so all about clickbaity and ads. Some of them are just horrendous. (laughs) Like it's offensive to watch, but also I am all about mobile gaming, dude. Like I, it's been a central part of my being forever. It seems since I've had a smartphone and it's something that is a combination of brainless and fun. I even had one and I forgot what it was called. I just tried looking it up, but it was like uh, adventure capitalist or something like that where, um, and then they have a, a sister game called like adventure communist. And like, you pretty much are a farmer making potatoes and then the potatoes, you know, scale up into more expensive things. And then it's one of those games that has like those big numbers of, of cash. So yeah. like you're, you're, you're making, you know, quint quadra trillion dollars a second. And you have to like keep clicking to try and like get more. (laughs) And then you have the auto clicker that you can get and then it clicks for you and you just sit there and watch your potatoes rack up, you know, like it's crazy, dude. Is it, is it fun? I, I, I'm not being facetious. No, no, no. It's so fun. Like things like that to me depends on the game, right? Like there's some games that just, you know, make sense. And to me are like a lot of fun. And then there's games that, well, no, and I'm not judging either, but they're like, like I just said, there are games that my daughter has downloaded because they had the ad, she clicked it and then, you know, she downloaded it and then she won't play it. And then she keeps asking for new games. And both my wife and I say the same thing. We're like, no, no, no more. You have to play at least five of the new games that you got (laughs) before you can download a new one. And she won't because she's, you know, she's a little kid and all she wants to do is Get new games. Like for her, if I went in and I created a game, we just get new games. That you download new games on a fake, like if it just took over your phone as like a virtual phone, and then you could fill it up with apps, and you could just keep buying new apps. I bet you my daughter would play that for hours. Training for consumerism, dude. It actually brings it brings back to the thing I hate about the Fortnite. 
which <laughs> I don't know if we, I don't know if we've really podcast about it, but I told him, I said, man, I like, look, people were judgmental that the little kids playing a game where you have a gun and you want to eliminate everybody on the Island before you get eliminated. Yeah. It's problematic. But like, I am more upset that like the store is so FOMO based, like it's got timers over. You better miss out on this skin for your guy or you're not going to have it in six hours. And mm-hmm. it, it it's I mean, it's blatant consumerism being shoved down the little kids throats. And those apps are just as bad, dude. Oh, and yeah. I don't like that either. I don't like that about Fortnite. Like that really bothers me. I yell them all the time and they think I'm such a dumb old man. But like, <laughs> you know, they're getting their little crew together. They're all like, let's all be different colored Spider-Men. And he's like, I'm going to be the gold one. And the other one's like, I'm going to be the black one. And one's the red one. And I'm like, are you guys playing Dolly? Like, are you dressing up your dollies on the internet? It's too far. Because like, he gets enjoyment out of it, dude. Like, yeah. he likes his little posse. And they're all wearing, like, Marvel character theme. And they all go out there. And they think it's cool. And I think that's fine. But the downside is, like... What if he doesn't have the Marvel character? What if his friend has Iron Man and his friend has Thun- Thunder? What's his name? Thor. And he comes to me. He's like, hey, I just need Hulk because I need to match with my friends. But Hulk yeah. is $17 because it's from last season and you yeah. can only get it like for one more hour. It's weird. Like the way it, it I don't like that it ties really money into it and like. It's not free, man. You're spending real money. That's what I'm really struggling with him. I'm, you're spending real money to try and like buy that stupid Hulk costume. Yeah. That you're going to wear once because your friend's wearing an Iron Man costume, but that's real tangible money, man. Well, and, and then, then the, the other, the other half of it is that not only is all of that an issue, the other issue is that they have the seasons where you can kind of like gain them through time. Yeah. But if you don't make it, then you have to either buy levels to try and make it or like the entire time you're looking at the shop, there's something that comes through the shop or whatever. And then they want it just then and you get it for them and then they don't play with it. And then that's what gets under our skin. I think, cause that part's like, I did, I spent money on this and you're not using it. You know, like I got so angry, different game, but same situation because we were playing an older version of Castle Crashers where everything online talks about how you unlock the characters as you're playing, but nothing was unlocking because it was an older version. You had to buy all the packs, but they don't sell the packs anymore. So I had to buy the new version of the game and then replay it so that I could unlock all the characters. I was like, oh, so annoying, dude. And and they didn't play with the characters after you unlocked them? As soon as I unlock them, they're like, we want the next one. We want, and it's so hard. Oh my gosh, some of these you know, characters are so hard to make unlock. make them play it, dude. That's the thing. I don't unlock. I made that mistake once, is playing the game to unlock something from yeah. them, and I'll never do that again, because that's a huge <laughs> mistake, because they don't understand it, dude. Like, time and money are relative to these kids. They don't understand these things. Um. <laughs> You know, it's, it's difficult, dude. Like, uh, I, I don't know, man. I think that's the future. You know, I am old school. I would rather pay 50 bucks for a game and then that's it. Have it all unlocked. Maybe there's a DLC that comes out next year to add some levels or something. You pay Mm -hmm. 20 bucks for that. I would just rather have that than this like ticky tack battle pass thing. But I think it's here to stay at least for a little while. So absolutely it is. I mean, that's the way that game companies are making money now. And I think, you know, if we were to drill this back to something specific, I almost wonder if it's Xbox 360, an issue that came from the Xbox 360, because what they used to do is they used to come out with new consoles 
But then when they were about to come out with a new console after the 360, all of a sudden it was 2008 and there was a downturn. Nobody was looking to buy a new console. So then they just kind of renovated and continued to do updates and stuff. That's when battle passes and things started happening, which well, then they, led to online stores. Obviously think, it was its own thing, but. I read something about it. it was Epic Games. It was the battle pass in Fortnite that really, re- I'll find the article and I will post it on Twitter when we tweet about this. Cause I, I really interesting about the guys at Epic Games like they took a huge risk with Fortnite because they didn't, it was free, mm-hmm. free. You can play Fortnite all day long and not pay a cent to them. Yep. And it'll be that, you know what I mean? You could even earn things on the battle pass because it's free. It won't be great. You won't get like the crazy Spider-Man skid that all the eight year olds love and, <laughs> and gerbil loves, but like you can still get things. They rolled the dice on the fact that if you were getting a free game, People wouldn't mind buying this for $10 twice mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. And then they expanded it. You know what I mean? Then they were like, hey, I, you know, we're going to do it 10 times. We're going to do it 30 times a year. We're going to have a store that always has things in it. And they perfected it. And now everybody does it. The Call of Duties are free. I mean, there's all sorts of things, man. And I play these games too. Like we play Valorant, which is free. Yeah. And World of Warcraft, not World of Warcraft, but League <laughs> of Legends, which is free. You know, and yeah. if you want to buy the little battle pass to get some skins, you can. But like, if you don't, you can just not do it and you can earn things. It's it's interesting, I guess, where you're lowering the level of people playing your game because it's free. There's a lot of people that will download it just for free. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you're banking on people spending actual money to keep it going. And apparently it works because everybody's doing it now. You know, that's the jam. Yep. It's pretty wild, man. I, um, you know, my last game we, we played, we paid for, well, no, I bought Elden Ring last week, which is a whole nother thing altogether. It's the hardest game I've ever played. It's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> but we were talking about Minecraft the other day and my son asked me for a skin and I was like, you don't even see your skin. And he just sat and looked at me for a long time. I'm like, I'm not buying Minecraft skins because you don't even see it. In Minecraft, it's just a little arm. You don't see your own skin. Like, you're just buying an outfit to dress up for your friends. And that's Dude, stupid. But and people it, people spend so much money on the Minecraft store. And I feel bad because my wife was like, please do not use words like that stupid. But I'm like, that's his. He's going to spend 10 bucks to get a thing so he can look like a Rubik's Cube in front of his buddies. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> That he can't see. (laughs) It's old. Maybe we need to release packs of skins. We'll get skins, emojis that you can use. Oh, dude, emojis. Remember when paid emojis was a thing? thing? People still buy emojis. I remember. I remember when. Okay. So I had a phone. It was one of those brick Nokia's. Yep. And you couldn't download ringtones, but you Uh, could there was an app that it came with that you could like use the buttons, like the number buttons to create like the notes. And I remember me and all of my friends would spend, I spent hours trying to make a song out of those little notes from the keystroke tones, like the do, 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 do. And like, Oh my God, we got so creative with that stuff. Again, that was free. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you had to buy the ringtone or buy the song or whatever, cut it in. That was just crazy. dude. You could buy stuff all the time. Well, that now, makes no sense. Commerce on phones is totally different. Like yeah. I, I was trying to explain to my daughter, Amazon and life before Amazon. I had to get a USB cable. Actually, this USB cable right here. Yeah. Um, 
And at the local computer store, it was like 30 bucks. I'm like, what the hell? And then I looked on Amazon. It was like six bucks and it was same day delivery. So I was like, let's go player. And I hit the button and it showed up the thing. And I told my daughter, I was like, that's so amazing. She's like, what's amazing about it? And I'm like, I guess it's not amazing. Nothing. And I can pick up my phone and say, I want that USB cable. And then like two hours later, it's at my front door. Like that's yeah. amazing to me. But I felt mm-hmm. old when I said it. Uh, well, well, what are you do. So I have I have some uh, family in town, yeah, and one of them is in third grade, and they're okay. doing some like homework because they're missing school to be out here, right? He's like sitting there talking into his iPad to get it to type everything. Like he's not even typing, and he's using an iPad to write whatever he's trying to like show his homework. Mm-hmm. To me, I was like, man, writing papers would have been so different if I could just talk into a machine. And then it would write whatever I was supposed to write. You know, I wonder if there's something to like tactile. I mean, yeah, maybe if you could just like dictate it. My daughter just wrote a paper. She had to type it though. I we, I don't know about that voice recognition thing, dude. Like they already, and I know, I know I'm aligning myself with the people that are like, they don't teach cursive in school anymore. Oh my but, gosh. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe voice. I, I, Again, I'm going to say maybe voice recognition software isn't the best, but like I talk to my phone all the time in the car. Yeah. I'm like, doo-doo, call gerbil, doo-doo, text this person, and it works. So mm-hmm. maybe we've already progressed beyond it. I, my parents were two of those who were like, they're not teaching cursive. And I'm like, yeah, but my son can type 81 words a minute. So like. Like think of, think of it now, right? Like now I would, I would judge or say that you know, it's my opinion that Googling something or looking something up through Google is a skill. Like if you can do it effectively, quickly and find the right information with like sources or whatever, like that's true skill these days. But in our kids generation, when they grow up, will they even need to type into a computer to make something happen? Or will it be all audio cues and like, you know, what's his name, that movie where he was using his hands and the gloves to like manipulate the computer. Like what, what are they going to have to know how to do and what's going to be old that we're like, you don't use a keyboard anymore. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. My daughter's also knitting though. So I think they, they try and hold on to some of it. She's, I asked her if she could knit me a tank top and it's been a thing. Cause she's like, you can't. And I found like a knitted tank top oh my God. on the internet. Yes. And I was like, will you knit me like a yarn tank top? <laughs> She's like, absolutely not. I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen, man. I it's, it's interesting, dude. We'll see, we'll see where it takes them. You know, I think if if we could just get them through this, man, we got them through COVID. Nobody maybe we'll talk about masks next week. Get them through Russia and Ukraine, whatever's happening here. Maybe we can be fine. You know, maybe yeah. they can go do something fun. So yeah. I don't know. We'll do it. Well, dude, I'm going to let you because I can hear them yelling in the background. They're probably burning down your house behind that door right now. Yeah, I'm um, just I'm just going to let it happen. It's fine. All right. Like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever player you're listening to. Um, you can follow me on all the socials at Hey Colfax. Follow me, Gerbil G3 RBIL. And we will catch up with you next week. Adventures in Deadland. Bye.
Adventures in Dadland. Yeah. Ad- Ad- Adventures in Dadland.